Campanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Hey, Kirk, how are you doing? Let me tell you something, Paul. Mm-hmm. My life's been turned around since I've been drinking this tangerine sparkling water. Ooh, you like this new flavor? They were all out of lime. It's it's my top three now. Let me get, I, I'm having a love affair with this peach pear <laughs> Welcome to Mineral Water Ray, guys. Yeah. I, I'm so glad... Mm-hmm. You're like, there's no lime. I can ch- You can choose between tangerine and peach. Yeah. I'm so glad there was tangerine because I think I'd hate the peach pear. Peach pear. But peach this pear. tangerine is is fan-fabulous. I, uh, this is a flavor I'm, I I understand a lot of people hate. But oh, I, yeah. I quite like it. I quite like it. Any kind of peach flavor that's not a real peach. But we won't say what brand. No. Just know that it's delightful. It could be any seltzer bread that makes peach pear. Any of them that make peach, pear, and tangerine. We're yeah. not telling you which. Just guess. Yeah. Go buy it and figure it out yourselves, people. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're happy. I'm, I'm happy. also happy with my seltzer, but I'm a little unhappy about something else. Mm. Last time we did a mini, yeah. I did a whole craw cleanse. Yeah. Do, do you feel cleansed or not? You're all I thought up? I was all set, but I found there's still <laughs> something left over you, in my craw. You're all backed up. I do have one, one more donut okay. oh, that boy. I forgot to say last time. I'm worried about it because you already had that hot take with OPP. So all my takes to you are hot. <laughs> I, I, I think I said I was worried that the uh, Naughty by Nature take wouldn't be hot enough. It's one of the hottest things you've ever said. <laughs> this one, if you disagree with me on this, <laughs> we're done. I'm like, I don't know anymore about this partnership. <laughs> the worst song of all time is. That's how I'm starting. Okay. The worst song of all time is Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman by Brian Adams from the Don Juan DeMarco soundtrack. Ooh. Don't at me. It's, ugh, it's, it's in the ether is one of the worst. Okay, as long as just don't tell me I love that no, song. I thought you were going to say that song that. sucks. That song is garbage. Uh, the movie's garbage. I was going to ask, have, did you see that movie? Yeah, when I it came did. out, yeah, it's so fucking. Bad. I remember it seeming like a dumb movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's Marlon Brando's like a psychologist and Johnny Depp. Is a hot young man who believes he's the reincarnation of Don Juan. Yes. And then everyone's like, he's crazy. But then by the end of the movie, it's like, but maybe he is. Mm, he sure seems like it. Yeah, I don't terrible. know why I know the plot of that movie having never seen it. It's garbage. Yeah. It's 90s, like, kind of indie garbage, but not really. But they played that video a lot when it came that out. That was a big hit. Now, I can't say, I can't say it's the worst. Because, I mean, I'm putting... Four Non Blondes, What's Up, as one of the worst songs ever. I like that song. That song is worse than it. So, and anything by Neil Diamond. I know you're not a Neil Diamond fan. I like a lot of Neil Diamond stuff. I will say, don't don't form a fully formed opinion about What's Up by Four Non Blondes until you see the drag queen Monostat do her (laughs) lip sync to it. Fair. Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood. Fair. Fair. I mean, no, no drag queens doing. Uh, have you really loved a woman? I don't know. I, Maybe I they make it I better. I can see it happening, but it's what a bullshit song. What? A, yeah, it's a that's a bullshit song. Yeah. And honestly, for if, if we're there, he's Brandon has got a lot of bullshit songs. A lot. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I although I think it's I think it's way worse from than the ballad from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That okay. That's a big hit. Yeah. But also, for some reason, I will randomly get Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman stuck in my head. 
Having not heard it, yeah. I'll just wake up some mornings and it'll be in my brain. And you hate yourself. Yeah, and I haven't even heard it since yeah. 1995. I don't hear it at no. all. You want to know what's worse? Well, it was. I don't think it won, but it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Song. I think maybe it won. But the Oscars always... The, the Oscars love bullshit yeah. songs. Yeah, they, they don't have taste. I think yeah. you're right. It might, it could, I thought Robin Hood won and, and then maybe... That was in 91. That okay. was a few years earlier. That definitely... I'll look it up. The, the, the Oscars love Brian Adams. Brian Adams got one good song and it's cut like a knife. You don't like Summer of 69? No, I mean, you know what? Just overplay it, I think. Yeah. No. It, it's good, but that's like in the 80s, he was sort of like, like yo, he's like a little, he's like a little baby John Mellencamp, kind of. Kind of. He wishes he was John Cougar <laughs> Mellencamp. John Cougar, Johnny Cougar. Here's John Mellencamp. It was nominated for Best Original Song. It lost to another contender for one of the worst songs of all time. And I think certainly the worst Disney song, which is really saying something. Is it A Whole New World? No, Colors of the Wind. Oh, that song is terrible. <laughs> oh, God. But Vanessa Williams sings it. I love Vanessa Williams. I love Vanessa that Williams. That song was ass. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa, but you can't, they can't be all great. Yeah, the Oscars is always such a... Yeah, Oscars always gets it wrong. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a legit hot take that I, I, I'm definitively not mad at. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm saying. I say now. In Paul Chabanelli's opinion, it's out there. Worst song ever. Have you ever really loved a? I, I I wouldn't fight you on it. I wouldn't be like, no, 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 no. There's worse. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Makes it tracks. Yeah, sorry, Brian. Sorry. Go count your money. But that's it. I don't have like a whole okay. a whole string of them this just, time. Just, just that little, one last just, one. Just, I just found. a little little nugget stuck in there. <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> Um, but here's what I thought we could do next for the mini that we haven't done in a little while. Yeah? Let's go to the trading card corner. Oh, we haven't hit that corner in a minute. I've got another Pez going to be music card superstars for a while because I've got a few of these. They're all great. This is, uh, for those who haven't listened before, I have a sealed, factory sealed pack of Mm -hmm. Pro Set Superstars music cards from 1990. When they put out trading cards, like baseball cards, but for all the rock and pop stars and rappers of the day. Because they matter. Uh, Many of whom remain superstars to this day. Most? Many of whom are much bigger superstars now who were just up-and-comers then. Yeah, just babies. And many of whom we have never heard of. Yes. They had like maybe one hit that year and then disappeared. I'm going to say, before you open this. Yeah. There's going to be one repeat, mm-hmm. and there's going to be one really fucking banger card. I just yeah. have a feeling there's going to be in a real banger card. They're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And then hopefully it's not repeat. both are the same card. Yeah, uh, we've opened enough packs that we're going to start getting repeats. I think, yeah. but there's something like 260 cards in the set. So. Okay, I mean, like I've got, I have multiples of four MDs. I'm just, yeah. just saying. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Just saying. There's some cards just feel like filler. You get one in every yeah. in every pack. Throw in another Force and D's. Like, you gotta do it. Damn it! I still need to collect the sixth and final MC Hammer card <laughs> from this set. When am I gonna I get, get it? The same Force and D's. Card. Yes, exactly. I also have to say these were useful to me as a young burgeoning music fan for like knowing who's who in music. I would love it if they were still making. Pop star trading oh. cards for me as a middle aged man to be able to keep up with who's who, which I can't anymore. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, and it's part of the reason this. God, this sounds so fucking old. 
This is part of the reason why I watch Saturday Night Live. To see who's new. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. sometimes I'm like, like Charlie XCX. And I was like, holy fuck, she's great. <laughs> she's been around for like 10 years. And I just realized yeah. who she was this year. Yeah. I'm like, well, she's great. <laughs> well, she sang the hook on that um, fancy song. Um, she sang the hook on that? I believe so. Wow, she has been around. Yeah. Wow, her soul is unless, great. Unless it was someone else who I'm confusing their names. But I think that was her. I don't know. But it's definitely like... I need to, and you know, a lot of the time I don't want to actually hear the music. I just want to be able to reference a yeah. trading card that says like, oh, Cardi B's from the Bronx. And uh, she got started. Well, I love Cardi B. Yeah, but, I say. but yeah. Some way that you can put it into normal conversation. Right. And sound like you're, you know. Just be stuff. aware. Yeah. Have fun collecting the cards every yeah. year and know who's who. Exactly. All right. Get rid of the coupon cards <laughs> the, the that, that don't matter anymore. I'll give you. I get firsties. Give me first. Right, here we go. This one is. Oh, okay. New Boogie Down Productions. Ooh. That's a good one. Oh, hell yeah. That's a really good one. KRS One. Good picture. Few musicians bring education to entertainment, but KRS One, Chris Parker, and Boogie Down Productions promote a movement called HEAL, which is an acronym. Do that. Human Education Against Lies. <laughs> At least they didn't name the band that. Well, KRS One is a acronym. What does it stand for? Do you really? It's gonna hurt you. Is it worse than heal? Human. Education it's worse than heal because it's KRS One. Yeah. Stands for knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. Uh that one doesn't bother me that much. Now you find it too wordy. Uh. A little bit. Yeah. It's still like back. You can tell it's a backronym. Yeah. Well, no, because why would you call yourself KR? Well, because his, his name, name is Chris. Because his name's Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So he did, and he wants to be number one. So he's like, oh, I'm Chris One. I'm the best one. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me take it a step <laughs> further. Knowledge reigns supreme yeah. over nearly everyone. Karis One explains, quote, I want to spark the ability to know because so many people have knowledge but no intelligence to discover false information. Albums, criminal minded, banger. By all means necessary, banger. Ghetto music, the blueprint of hip-hop, banger. And edutainment, not as good. Hmm. I knew KRS-One as a solo act before I knew BDP. Oh, okay. Because of uh, Sound of the Police, which is still one of my favorite great hip-hop records yeah. in the 90s. Great song. Yeah. All right. I've been shuffling. I'm going to choose one of these without looking. Uh, oh, I got a poster, so I saved you from a poster. <laughs> is it from the 60s? Histor- of course. It's a historic concerts. May 3rd through the 4th, 1968. Jefferson Airplane at the Fillmore East. Did oh, we have this one before? I, I, mm, New yeah. York City. While Jefferson Airplane was the first San Francisco psychedelic group to... I don't know why psychedelics in quote, quotations. Why? Like, That's weird. It's a real thing, and they were definitely psychedelic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first psychedelic group to secure a major label uh, recording contract, they more accurately symbolized the American counterculture. When the airplane came to town, it was as much a political and communal scene, seen also in quotation marks, as it was a concert. Their album, Surrealistic Pillow, launched the San Francisco sound. You like that? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Into international prominence and raised singer Grace Slick to the rank of female superstar. Superstar in quotation marks. What are they doing? That seems Would derogatory. Do, that she like, did that. Was there like a sale on double quotation marks <laughs> and this editor needs to get rid of some? It's almost like, oh, she's yeah. a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, a psychedelic <laughs> yeah. rock star. Oh. 
which I kind of agree with, but also have some <laughs> yeah, respect. Don't be shitty. Uh, it rivaled the uh, where was I? Rivaled at the time only by Janis Joplin. The Airplane's May 1968 Fillmore East concert came at the height of the Vietnam War protests and featured songs like the stirring Volunteers of America. Um, that's cool. My opinion of Jefferson Airplane is no, thank you, but. I do love Grace Slick as a person. Like, anytime yeah, you see cool. her interviewed... She's cool She's fuck. so fucking cool, yeah. and she really doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I would love to have her confidence. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Okay. You All right. Your pick next. Feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> Come Uh-oh. on. Who the Was fuck it is Dread this? Zeppelin again? No. This is really interesting, though. This might be good. This mm-hmm. is a band called... Hunters and Collectors. Never heard of them a day in my life. Now, what do they look like to you? Oh, they look cool. Ska? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I mean, you know, they're wearing like leather jackets and they look sharp. They look kind of like UB40-ish. One has a trombone and one has a... They look like maybe they were a punk band that went New Wave or Ska, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's find out. Yeah. Hunters and Collectors. British, for sure, I'm guessing. Close. Australian. Okay. Hunters and Collectors, the Australian octet, mm-hmm. formed in 1981. So, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Initially achieved cult status at home with their distinctive blend of brass instruments mm-hmm. and classic rock. Quote, they were a phenomenon, but a lot of people didn't quite know what to make of them. And an Australian magazine commented in 1990, however, they're in a Band of the Year at the Australian Record Industry Awards. Huh. Recent albums, Human Frailty, 1986, Fate, 1988, and Ghost Nation, 1989. This is fascinating. I've got to hear what they sound like. Uh, what's yeah. the name of that, like... There was a band we found from these cars that sounded like a Chili Peppers-esque, like, funk rock band. Yes. That had a uh, cool name. Yes. But but by the description, we were like, they probably suck. Yes. Uh, I can good. remember that. This band, they didn't call them Ska, but you and I both saw them. It's, it's Ska. I think we clocked the fact that there's a lot of them. Yes. So we were like, okay, Ska band. Yeah. It feels Ska. They, Australian. And they said they play brass instruments. In their rap business, I'm like, okay, they're not saying ska, but that sounds yeah. like ska. It sounds like ska. Yeah. It sounds like ska. We have to dive into them. But that's fa- <laughs> that is a fascinating no-name. Yeah, I want to find out about yeah. them now. That's cool. All right. I got... Ah, uh, here's the repeat. We've gotten this guy a lot. Is it Alan Cool J? Yes. God damn it. <laughs> God damn, there's so much fucking Alan Cool J. I know, we get this kind of like time. three. Yeah. Uh, have you been watching? I'm sure you've been watching uh, Winning Time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the guy who plays Magic kind of looks like a yeah. cross between Magic and LL. No, I can see that. He's got the smile. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. got the smile. That's smile. exactly. Do I need to read this? No, <laughs> it's Todd. We, we got know Todd it. by now. We know yeah. all the things he's going to say. All right, there's I, like five cards. I fell on the repeat grenade you for did. you. Right, I hope so we don't have one. another. All right, where's the banger card? I guess this is banger. <laughs> Probably for me more Jimmy than Jimmy Page. I saw you pick a Legends card. I'm like, this is not going to be Kirk's favorite. <laughs> Guitarist Jimmy Page formed The Firm in 1982. Listen. <laughs> oh, we're is- talking about The Firm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Radioactive is a great fucking song. <laughs> okay. I yeah. fucking love that song. 
Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Page formed the firm in 1982 and rejoined Led Zeppelin's companion Robert Plant in the Honey Drippers four years later. I, think I didn't he, know that he participated I didn't think in the he Honey did. Drippers. I don't think that's maybe right. He, maybe he like did one song yeah. or something. I mean, uh, the firm is better than the Honey Drippers. <laughs> uh, Page and Plant briefly reorganized Led Zeppelin to take part in Atlantic Records' 1988 25th anniversary concert. Page, who has great interest in mysticism and magic, lives in the former home of 19th century eccentric... Alistair Crowley. Nice. Yeah. Good Paul. Oh, I was a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Well, he's got he's doing the double guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, when I was in high school, I read Hammer of the Gods and like, uh, I, you know... Yeah. I even watched their concert movie with all... The song remains the same. The song remains the same. It was a piece of shit. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It didn't make me dislike Led Zeppelin Mm -hmm. the way that... uh, Before that, I was huge into The Doors for Uh, a while. Which is just... And then I made the mistake of buying and reading um, uh, Jim's Book of Poems. Oh, that thing, yeah. The Lords and the New Creatures. And then I I read that and I was like, "Mm, I don't like The Doors anymore. (laughs) Like, I I couldn't, couldn't like them anymore. Yeah. Um, I still like Led Zeppelin though. I love Led Zeppelin. The hits, yeah. Because I don't go deep, but the hits are amazing. Uh, I do. I I listen to oh, okay. every album backwards and forwards. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's see who I get. Ah, oh. <laughs> I like these guys, but I think this is a strong trading card okay. bargaining chip in case Ooh. you get someone I like. Because I got Hall and Oates. Oh, ooh, this is our first Hall and Oates, I think. Yeah. Oh, look at John looking like a fucking boss. <laughs> Daryl looks like Daryl. John looks like money. Yeah, because Daryl's he's sort of grinning, which is fine, but yeah. you can't look cool when you're happy. No, and he's got the shades. And John's got like this smirk on oh. his face, and I'm like, what a cool dude. God damn, that's that's gold yeah. right there. Shit. Hall and Oates. Change of Season from 1990 is the 19th album by the duo of Daryl Hall and John Oates. Between 1976 and 1985, they produced 20 top 20 hits, right. including six that made number one. Rich Girl, 90, uh, 1977, Kiss on My List, 81, Private Eyes, 81, I Can't Go For That, No Can Do, 81, Man Eater, 82, and Out of Touch, 1984. I don't think I know Out of Touch. You're Out of Touch. I'm out of time. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hall and Oates performed at the at the reopening of the Apollo Theater in New York City in May 1985, honoring their childhood idols, The Temptations. Yeah, that was on the um uh they recorded that. It was on the TV. Yeah. And he did they did do the thing you do with like Eddie Eddie Kendrick and whoever was getting along at the time. They only yeah, with two. Not David. Well, no, because David and Eddie were the were the two who were like always sort of friends. Yeah. And so once they were both out of the band, I think they made like an album together. Even it might have been if I remember the TV movie it, right, it, which it, I watched a hundred times. It might have been Ruffin, but who would have been with Ruffin? No one. You know I'm saying Ruffin and Eddie. Ruffin and Eddie. Yes. Eddie Kendricks and David. Yes, Ruffin. that's right. Yeah, I think it was those two. Yeah. Yeah, they did do the, the way you do things. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I bet these guys would have... They loved all of the temptations. They did. They wouldn't have Turns cared. out, there was someone coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> it was Daryl Hall. That's right. Any chance you get to put in that quote, I love. <laughs> I absolutely love. Uh, well, that card's going to be... That's gold. Yeah. Boy. Give up. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, god damn. Another <laughs> Legends of the Doors. Fuck. 
Born in Florida, Jim Morrison was the son of a naval officer. After studying at Florida State and UCLA, he formed the shittiest band in the world, The Doors, with John Densmore, Ray Manzarek, and Bobby Krieger in 1965. With no bassist, or was there a bassist? Bobby Krieger. Krieger. No, uh, Ray played bass lines on the keyboard. Okay, that's why they suck. The Doors changed (laughs) the direction of rock music, did they? Through their emphasis on dynamic power and imaginative lyrics, Morrison left the band in 1971, moved to Paris, and died. Yeah. I said write poetry. Let's not forget he's from Florida. Yeah, come on. They're such a Southern California band, but Jim Morrison is from Florida. Now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I will go on the record saying he looks fucking cool there. Look, that's the whole thing with Jim Morrison. He looks fucking cool. Awesome looking dude. Awesome looking dude. Yeah. Why is there only three? Oh, where's it's probably just a shitty photograph. Okay. They just kind of cropped it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I can't see John here. Weird. Wow. But uh, here's the thing. You said something I disagree strongly with, which is that they're a shitty band. They're an excellent band uh, with a shitty front man and and lyricist. I can see that. And I actually, I don't even dislike Jim Morrison's voice. He had like a unique sort of baritone, Mm -hmm. like cool voice. It's just these dumb, like, poetry for teenagers. Agree. Um, Stupid lyrics, but like John and Robbie were both like classically trained yeah. like jazz players, and, and I've Ray heard that they were legit. As far as like musicality, they are a great band. It's just Jim Morrison is annoying. So if you took David Lee Roth, yeah, <laughs> fronted him for the door, you know what? Could work. That could be something, man. That could be something. <laughs> Take it. They we're... also released a couple of albums after Jim died. That I had are, no are, like, idea. Completely forgotten, and Doors fans like don't take seriously. And there's some okay stuff on there. Are they, is it called The Doors? Yeah, they're still The Doors. They did not break up when Jim died. Who sang? I think, like, Ray, maybe all of them. Oh, I don't know. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. There's only three cards left Oof. here. So I'm just shuffling them up without looking. I got one real good one. And then... Another one of those, who the fuck? <laughs> Shy. Oh, for a second. Oh, it's some fucking shit. It looks like hair metal. It looks like hair metal. Oh, boy. This set came out in 1990. There's some hair metal left over. For a second, I thought it was Shy, S-H-A-I. But that was like early 90s. It was an R&B singer. R&B, yeah. Yeah. No, this is just S-H-Y. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Yeah, these cards came out right before grunge hit and just changed the landscape and music forever. Yeah. So it's sort of like... Here's what music's been up to till now, but like say goodbye to a lot of this. Yeah, these won't be around next year. <laughs> yeah, shy. Ugh, the dude with the well, like the one dude in the back looks exactly like Slash. Like, oh, hundred percent. So completely trying to copy this. They look like Skid Row too, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a it's an amalgam of a bunch this of different looks. The C team. Of, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Shy. Let's find out about um. Within six months of its formation in Birmingham, England. Oh, they're British. Oh, interesting. I would have sworn they were a Sunset Strip band. Uh, During spring 1983, what? The hard rock band Shy, also known as Shy England, maybe they were, I guess there was another Uh, Shy band in America, released its first album. Albums include Once Bitten, Twice Shy, pre Great White, apparently. Uh, as a Rhode Islander, I'm not supposed to invoke the name of that band, but <laughs> yeah. I just did. Uh, Break the Storm in 1985, Excess All Areas 1987, and Misspent Youth 1989. Members, Tony Mills, lead vocals, Steve Harris, guitar, Ray Stephen Davis, bass, 
Pat McKenna keyboards and Alan Kelly drums. So they were around for a while. Maybe they were a bigger deal in England. Maybe never heard of them. Never. Th- I mean, they look like they're uh, like you said, a sunset. Band. Maybe they must have like changed their style to adapt 100%. because that's a, this that's is a, not a photo yeah. from 1983. No, that's an 89. Yeah, no, they're probably like uh, um, Def Leppard, yeah. right? Where yeah. they were a little more heavy, like yeah. early 80s heavy metal, but then saw the then way like, the wind was blowing and yeah, we got like, like let's try to make some money. Yeah. All right, two cards left. Be, it's my last one, right? This will be your last one. Yeah. I'm going to see who you get the choice for. Okay. Oh, I will say this. I think you're going to be happy either way. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm happy. George yeah. Michael. Oh, it was meant to be. Let oh, me, see, let me see that picture because there's a, a few cards here. Oh, yeah. That's nice. smoldering and wearing a suit. It looks mm-hmm. fucking great. Looking it- pensively out a window. Oh, he, and even on the back, he's looking out pensively. Well, he always looks pensive. He just looked at it. Yeah. Since leaving the duo, wham! George Michael has recorded two albums. Faith, 1988, amazing. And Listen Without Prejudice, 1990, amazing. Each has had spectacular success. Faith was selected for the Album of the Year Grammy Award, 1988. Remained number one on the Billboard Pop Charts for 12 weeks. And number one on the Black Charts for four weeks. Mm. That album was killer. I've never gotten sick of the title track from Faith. It's just great. I've never gotten tired of I Want Your Sex. Really, any hit, Michael George Michael hit, I think is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you and I have said, have you ever got tired of Freedom 90? No, I never. love Freedom 90. Love I Freedom think it 90. might be a little long. I can understand how you don't like that, but I'm okay with that. But I'm going to look the other way because Faith is like two minutes and ten yeah. seconds or and something you're like, like perfect. that. Even with that whole long like organ opening, yeah. it just that's the song that gets in, <laughs> yeah. it gives you its hook, and then it gets out. It knows you. Yeah. 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 Oh, good uh, stuff. One card left. And Michael Bolton. <laughs> I think we have a... That's a repeat. Really? I have, I have a Bolton. Well, you, I have you, a Bolton. You, you might have gone home with it, but now I, I have a Bolton. Yes, we both have Boltons in our lives. Uh, singer-songwriter Michael Bolton's sole provider was the number two album on Billboard's 1990 year-end chart. Its title track... I don't remember the title track, Sole Provider. I'll be your soul provider. Yeah, I do. I just remember. It's it's another terrible song. Yeah. Uh, It's title track and other hit singles sitting on the dock of the bay. And that's what love is all about. Show off his four octave vocal range. In 1988, he participated in a workshop for burgeoning songwriters in the Soviet Union. Albums, Michael Bolton, 1983, Everybody's Crazy, 1985, which lends its title track to the soundtrack to Back to School. Oh, yeah, 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 that's where we talked about that. Yeah, that, that was heavy metal, Michael yeah. Bolton. I yeah. like the song Everybody's Crazy, but I think it's just because I grew up watching Back, Back to School. It's a great movie. Great movie. I rewatched it on HBO recently. <laughs> 100% holds up. 100% holds up. I love that movie. Uh, and other Michael Bolton albums. Okay. I'm not going to bother reading. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Looking cool in like a white linen suit. That's a good suit for him. Yeah. That's that's peak good looking Michael Bolt. Now I know you want Hall and Oates. Listen, I don't think I have okay, okay. You're gonna okay. have to Yeah, what? I got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can I only have one trade. You could give me multiples for this one, but there's one that I will do a one for one trade. I am willing yeah. to give you everything <laughs> for Hall and Oates. You're giving me the store when I just told you you don't need to. Well, I didn't know if you meant that or not. No, I did. You want the, the one, book? You want the be the BDP? Down? I'll give you BDP for Hall and Oates on one on one. You can't bite your nails now. You just told me. You yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm not even going to take I, George Mikey I, from you. I well, and I appreciate that. You know why? It's because of the oat smirk. It's a good card. It's a good smirk. It's a good, good card. Yeah. I I am. Listen. Now, what can I get for this LL card? I tell you what. Yeah. I'll give you hunters and collectors. It means more to you. <laughs> I want to find out about hunters and collectors. And, and I will. I'll take the LL. You know what? For hunters and collectors, uh, I'm not going to give you a double. You've got LL. I don't. I think. I don't think I want anything else from you. You don't want shy for hunters no. and collectors. No. What about Michael Bolton? No, because I have the Bolton. And it's enough Bolton in my life. Okay. I think we might be good then. Yeah, I'll just. I'll take hunters I, and collectors. Take hunters and collectors. Yeah. yeah. Right. That that seems like that seems like you. This fucking George Michael and Hollow Notes is just killer. Here's what I re- realize. I very much want from Trading Card Corner that. I haven't gotten yet is to discover a new band and love them. Ooh. Like, I really want to like Hunters and Collectors. I hope they're cool. I never even thought to, like, think that I should like them because I just assumed I'm either going to know them or they're going to suck. This is the first band we've never heard of yeah. from these cards who I think there's a chance I might like. I think you need to dive in and then come back yeah. on the next mini and be like, okay, they're fucking great. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's a large chance. I don't think even think it's 50 50. I think I think it's like 70 30 against. Yeah, probably. But there's a chance probably. That I will like Maybe there's one collectors. song they're like, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh that's a good way to look at it. I'm gonna start opening my heart and mind and be like, I wanna find one unknown that I like. But I but I really hope I don't want it to just be Oh, this is actually pretty good. But then I kind of forget about it. I want it to be like, I listen to their stuff and they become a band that I evangelize for. <laughs> and like, like for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, there's this Australian band <laughs> from the late 80s, early 90s. They didn't really hit here. They're called Hunters and Collectors. And they're like, you be 40, but better. A little edgier. You yeah. really should just, they're a tough find, but you should dive in and take a look. It's really good. Yeah. I'm not going to force it, but that's what I want to have yeah. happen. You can't force it. No, you can't. No. It's got to just be like, oh, this I'm, piques my interest. Let me dive in. There were there were plenty of years, uh, you know, when, when I wore a younger man's clothes. <laughs> when, I, when I wasted a lot of time and psychic energy, like yeah. trying to convince myself that I liked bands that I didn't, yeah. you know. Like buying fish CDs in college. No, no. What a waste of money that yeah. was. I want those dollars. Back. Yeah. So I'm not, but I'm not going to, I don't have time for that anymore. If I don't yeah. like it, I don't like no, it. No, that's the best thing about growing old. Yeah. So I got time for that shit. But now it's time for the music oh, trivia quiz. Okay. Yes, it is. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music themed expansion pack to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, which means it's about music only from before 1985, which means it is a strong challenge. I mean, let's just let's just recap how you won last time. I did win uh, my third in a row, which means I won peanut uh, chocolate covered peanut candy, mm. which is our prize mm. once we win three in a row. Yep. But I won it answering only one question correct out of six, right? Yes. And that one question was, how many people are in this band? <laughs> this really famous band. And you, But you got zero correct. And I got zero. So that's on me. Yeah. That's on me. It's tough. Yeah. We know, we know more than most people about yeah, music. Yeah, we do. But these trivia questions frequently kick our asses. Which works. Because if this were like 1995, yeah. we'd be crushing yeah, we'd be. It would probably wouldn't even be that fun to listen to because yeah. people are like, oh, they did it well again because it's 
their time of music. So my, my baby boomer father loves to let me know how disappointed he is when I get questions wrong that he thinks are easy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, hey, let's play with a version of this that includes also music from 1985 to now yeah. and see who wins. Exactly. Love you, Dad. <laughs> You're the best, Mr. Champanelli. Yeah. Uh, okay, I am defending my streak. Yes. I have a chance to win more candy tonight, which means I'm asking you questions yes. first. So I will choose, choose your card. That one. Okay. All right. I need to block you. Category one, cover notes. Yes, you cannot win candy tonight. Mm-hmm. You can only start a new streak and end my streak. Yes. What word starts song titles? I like these. What word starts song titles ending in again, stranger, and hello? What word starts song titles ending in again, stranger, and hello? Hello. Correct. That was a tricky (laughs) one. You got there. Yeah. You got there. Oh, happy about that. Yep. All right, you're on the board already. All right, it's already better than the last time. Yep. (laughs) Your mother should know. This is about music from uh, pre-50s. What musical era swung into action with Benny Goodman's 1935 show at the Palomar Ballroom? What musical era? The swing era. Correct. Okay. They, that was they were kind of giving. They, it to they me gave there. you a little hint yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's way too easy. I think I might only have gotten the one candy, and then I'll <sighs> see. It's over. two. Who knows? Two, and you still have four questions left. Feeling good. And they get easier because they get more recent. Nineteen <clears> fifties. <throat> what title did not so hard to get Marge Mayburn score with in nineteen fifty seven? What? I spoke too soon. Say, say that again. What title did Not So Hard to Get Margie Mayburn score with in 1957? Hard to get. I'm available. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> okay. All Ooh. right. 1960s. That was impossible to answer, but delightful. <laughs> yes. Uh, what New York City nightclub saw Paul Anka wax a live LP? What New York City nightclub saw Paul Anka wax a live LP? Wow. Um, Well, I stall. Can I just say, (laughs) you know who's married to Paul Anka's daughter? Maybe, but I can't remember. Jason Bateman. I don't know if I knew that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that his first marriage? Yeah, it's his first and only marriage. Yeah, been together forever. Paul Anka's daughter married Jason. I feel like Paul Anka's probably a great guy. Apparently he was. Apparently he's a good dude and they got along. So give me that sentence again. Yes. Where did he record a live album? What New York City nightclub? A live Mm. LP recorded by Paul Anka. I I don't... When I hear it, because I'm going to get it wrong, I'm going to be like, ah, shit, I know it. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, The Tropicana. Close, I think. But isn't the Tropicana in L.A.? I don't know. The Copacabana. Oh, fuck. The Copacabana. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. This one, this one's going to annoy you, but I think you'll know it. You just don't want to know it. Okay. Knowing you. Fingers crossed. This is after the Beatles. What Paul Simon number claims, I got a Nikon camera. I love to take a photograph. Huh. You don't know that? Kodachrome. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. I almost said me and Julio done by the square, and I was like, that's not it. Nope. Code yeah. of Code of All right, got par. You've got three already. Right, that's par. This is going to be tough Oof. to beat. You picked a good card. And they're not even gimmies. It's just a, you got some good ones. Yeah. Finally, anything goes is the category. What's the term for a public performance by a soloist? What's the term for a public performance by a soloist? Uh, Public? Say it one more time, I'm sorry. What's the term for a public performance by a soloist? A debut? Nope. A virtuoso? No. I don't know that. I had to give one every year, and it was the worst day of the year every year. A recital. Oh, God, that's a right. Recital. A recital. Oh, I never had to give a recital. The so. word itself makes my eyes <laughs> You're already cringy. All right, par. Three out of six. Yes, Very six. strong showing. Very happy. Let's see how it goes. It's all in the picking of the card. We it's, it really is. Should be thoughtful about it. See which yeah. one's vibrations give me yeah. a good feeling. I, I think this is the one. You're I feeling? think this is the right. one. I think I can get four so, here. Boy. It's a big tall ass. It's a big big ask. We'll see how it goes. Three to tie, four to win. Oh candy. well, we're gonna start off. I don't really know. Maybe cover notes. Mm-hmm. Who composed incidental music between the Beatles songs for the movie A Hard Day's Night? I don't know, but I'm going to guess it was George Martin. You are correct. All right. All right. On the board. Mom, what Broadway hit exults, quote, we know we belong to the land and the land we belong to is grand? Oklahoma. Correct. Nice. Wow. All right. All right. I knew that card felt good. 50s. Yeah. What song from the Broadway musical Gypsy serves as Gypsy's strip theme? Uh, Gypsy. Let me entertain you. Never heard it. Never heard it. I think it's Let Me Entertain You. That was the 50s? Okay. No, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, 60s. Yeah. What superstar gave his verdict on a Robert Goulet TV performance by shooting the set? What's, oh, I know this. I've heard this. 60s, you say, right? Yeah. I've heard of this incident, and I can't place what superstar gave his verdict. I feel like there's a clue in there. Can you read it one more time, please? What superstar gave his verdict on a Robert Goulet TV performance by shooting the set? I'm just going to say Johnny Cash Elvis Presley I thought that but then I dismissed it oh yeah damn it all right all right I've got two left right you've got two left you're at both of them to win yes I could tie but yes we don't like that after Beatles whose first certified gold LP was cunningly titled Mona Bone Jacone. Mona Bone Jacone. That's uh, Cat Stevens. Fuck. You're tied. You're going to get candy. Okay. You, well, don't jinx me. I'm not. You said that before and you're not. I mean, right. literally, Paul. Yeah. You're going to get candy. Okay. Okay. 
What electric instrument is a flying V? It's an electric guitar. Got you candy. Oh, oh. what? That was well earned. Well Thank earned. Thank you, sir. Ooh, four, three nail biter. Yeah, when there's candy on the line, it motivates you. <laughs> uh, that Cat Stevens one, that was a good pull, man. Oh, sure. I yeah. had no idea what that was at all. At all. Oh, look at Shakes those delicious, blue look at those delicious yummies. What, no There's blue no blue ones? Yeah, I'll let you take your pick. Oh, Just fuck me. One. I'll take a red. That's the, that's the oh, one. It's okay. I'll take it. These are good. Oh. Mm-hmm. God damn See, it. when I win, you win. <laughs> I was at Costco the other day, and I was almost going to buy the big one. Yeah. But I was like, no, because I'm going to win. It's going to make it less special. Yeah, it's going to make it less special. And then I said, I'm going to win it soon. And here I fucking lost. Yeah, get a, get a different candy for you, like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or something. There's other good candies, but... If I'm going to eat candy, it's going to be these delicious yum-yums. I try not to eat these unless I win them from yeah, our Yeah, it's candy. really hard. Yeah, but that's the end of this mini-episode. Bye! Bye!